All right. We're about to allow Donnie Johnson to enter the studio here. <laughs> uh, he's so excited. He's very excited. Um, <laughs> let's let's not wait us waste any time. We got a lot of a uh, lot of chatter about water and pipes mm-hmm. and uh, lots of things to learn. Yeah, lots of stuff. So let's bring in Donnie. All right, Donnie Johnston. Donnie, how long have you been with the city? Getting ready to start my 26th year. 26? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many long-term. So many long-term folks. <laughs> uh, 26 years. Did you start? What did you start off doing here with the city? I started as a utility service mechanic. I started at the entry level and worked my way up. Awesome. So for the city of Winchester, like many cities, uh, we, we manage our own water. Mm-hmm. Uh, some places have, you know, water authorities or they're part of a bigger, you know, kind of water conglomerate of some sort, but we have our own water. Uh, and we've talked previously about where we get it, what we do to it. But um, today we're going to talk about once we've got clean, potable drinking uh, water, drinking water mm-hmm. uh, it leaves our plant. What happens between there and when it gets to your faucet? Right. Once the treated water leaves the water plant, it's our team's responsibility to make sure it gets to the water meter of the business or residence, Mm -hmm. to the fire hydrants for Mm -hmm. the firefighters to use, and to uh, get to the water storage tanks. So that way we have some reserve. Yeah. So that sounds easy. You just open up a big valve. It goes through the pipe and it shows up in my sink. So what's the, what's wish the big it was, deal? I wish it was that easy. Well, what happens between... Uh, well, being the third oldest water system in the United States, wow. we have a lot of old lines. 200 mm-hmm. years old. Um, it's cast iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, cast iron, the uh, longer it's in the ground, it becomes brittle. Mm-hmm. Um, then when you get the thaw and f- the freeze and thaw, the Cycling, ground contracts... Yeah. And it, it causes that line to break. So we have about 125 miles of water line that we have to maintain. In a 9.2 square mile city. But it's because it's coming from Middletown. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yes, it comes from Warren County, sort of water plant situated. Yeah. And then it's 16 miles to town. So there's a big old pipe that goes from that plant into town. Correct. How big is that pipe? It's a 30 inch. 30 is it just one? It's one 30 inch wow. that comes all the way up to Kernstown. Then it reduces to a 24 and that 24 comes all the way up to Southwark Street, where it splits into two 12s. Wow. 30-inch mm. pipe. So that's enough for somebody to crawl through, right? <laughs> yeah, there is companies that, that do that. That do that. I mm. would not want to do no, that. No, no. No, that's, that sounds claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Yeah. No, not at all. So uh, it leaves the plant. It travels through the big pipes to get here. Then what? And it's, it's us to make sure that when you go to bed at night Mm -hmm. you turn your water on it's there yeah when you wake up in the morning it's it's there there. what can happen what can go wrong sometimes in between there the pipe will split or break and we have to cut a section out or we dig it up and put a repair clamp on Mm -hmm. does that Uh, usually happen in the winter time though it happens in the winter and spring okay spring too anytime you get the freeze stall and change the temperatures where it's huge then Mm -hmm. that happens and then sometimes just because the pipe's old now Hmm. I've noticed in our public services building that we've got one of the on display one of the old wooden pipes. Do we still have any of those? That there's still some in the ground, but it's not in use. They haven't been used in a long time. Got it. That's where the first ones, right? Correct. Mm. So Winchester was fed by three springs up until we got our first water plant, mm -hmm. and that wooden system was part of that. Gotcha. Where was our first water plant? Where it's at now. Oh, where it's at now. That that is the plant. So we've always been getting water from, we get ours out of the... Shenandoah River. Shenandoah River, that's right. Uh, 
North Fork. North Fork. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and we've got ample water. So it, it's gone through the pipes. We make sure those pipes are clean and you know, flowing. There's, I learned last week at Insight, there's stuff in the water that protects those pipes, correct? Really? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, You'd have to talk with the water plant people. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm not as familiar with that, but uh, huh. I mean, there's times where things are going great, and then there's times where it's not so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, several winters back, we had 339 emergency calls in a two-week period. Oh, wow. 274 of those were citizens that didn't have any water due to the pipes freezing or the meters freezing. Oh, wow. 201 of those was because of the meters or the service lines. And then also in that two-week period, we had 15 water main breaks. Wow. So it's horrific. It can go great, and then it can yeah. go bad. So when a water main breaks, and let's say we're you know, I'm driving down the road, and I see water you know, bubble up, bubbling up out of the sidewalk or whatever, it's probably a water main break of Correct. some sort. Uh, what do you guys do? Well, we have emergency hotline. So if you're a citizen riding down, mm-hmm. there's emergency hotline number that you can call. It's in with your billing mm-hmm. information. Um, call that in, and then... As soon as we get the call, we respond to it, and we start figuring out if we have to isolate it mm-hmm. or if we can do it under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can isolate it, then we try to get as much done as possible mm-hmm. to that point, and then we'll isolate it, fix it, and then get the customers back in water. How do you do it under pressure? Because I'm imagining me trying to, like, clamp a hose onto my spigot outside while the water's <laughs> running. we got a big, big Band-Aid. It's a stainless steel repair clamp. So oh, we'll excavate okay. and pump while we're excavating, gotcha. which keeps that water flowing out of the pipe. No contaminants get in because okay. the pressure's pushing out. Got it. And then uh, once you get down there, you just clamp it. You wrap the beast. Oh, wow. And then how does that, like a permanent fix? Does it stay that way or what happens? Uh, the repair clamps we've installed for a long time. I've, there's many of them that's out there that I installed that are still there today. Oh, wow. Back when I started in 96. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of weird to think. Of. Okay, there's mm-hmm. just big steel Band-Aids all over the city that, that you applied. It's pretty cool. So they, it's, it's come out of my faucet. I've, you know, washed my hands with it or I've showered or whatever uh, or I've flushed it. And then it goes back. So I've done with it. I'm done. I've used this water. It's been great, clean water. Uh, Now it goes back to you guys. What happens after that? So now you've used the distribution system. Now it goes into the collection system. Got it. So once you flush or it goes down the drain, then it hits the street. It's our responsibility Mm -hmm. to make sure that it gets to the sewer plant. Now we have a camera truck that we use to tv the sewer lines and make sure for any problems uh preventative maintenance see if there's anything that we need to do and when you say tv truck it's literally a camera correct on a little contraption that goes through the pipe the sewage pipe correct okay yeah so when the truck high definition camera it's pretty good camera, oh, yeah. No. Got to be able to find everything. everything. Right, because we also use it for inspecting the lines when we take acceptance of it when a project's done yeah. or, or a new subdivision's built. We TV those lines okay. to accept it, and that camera, it captures, captures everything pretty good. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in a pipe? Uh, probably would be a man's razor. A man's razor? Yes. How does that get flushed down the... Yeah. Like an electric one? Yes. Or a, wow, a big, okay. like Norelco one. Yeah, the one. big Norelco one. Yeah. Huh. 
Huh. Yeah, so you use that same camera to figure out where the blockages are, too, if you get a... Correct. If we have a blockage, we have a, a jet truck that also uh, cleans. So we have 150 miles of sewer line that we maintain. Mm -hmm. And we'll get a call for a stoppage. The truck will show up. We'll get it open. Mm -hmm. And then we follow up with the camera truck to figure out what it was. Oh. And is there anything that we can do to prevent this from happening? What is and it normally? Normally it's fog, fats, oils, and grease, where okay. people will take and fry a hamburger or bacon, they dump mm. it down the drain. Yeah. Well, at some point it's got to solidify when it cools. And everybody thinks that they can run hot water yeah. in with it. You can. And eventually it's going to cool. So it usually cools in the mains. Got and it. then if people would just take and put that grease into a jar that's mm -hmm. safe for it and then wipe out the pan mm -hmm. yeah. and then wash it, that'll eliminate that. And then every once in a while we get tree roots. Tree roots. We are mm. a tree city USA. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Trees love our love any water pipes too. So what should folks yeah, the what was it? The fault. What fault. Fog. Fats, oils and grease. Fats, oils and grease. Got it. So and that's the kind of stuff you can reuse that too. If you just fry up a bunch Correct. of bacon, you save your bacon grease, folks. It's delicious. I'm making a face that you can't see. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you don't eat bacon. Oh, mm. okay. Uh, that's your loss. <laughs> so, uh, so it's left my house. It's gone through. It, it, hopefully, it didn't have any blockages. Although, how many? Uh, kind of once a year. How many calls do we get for uh, a blockage, sewage blockage? Uh, we get we get several of them throughout the year. Oh, really? Not nearly as many as like water main breaks. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. So it, it's. It's left, it's made its way all the way back to the treatment plant, Correct. which is an entirely different facility. Correct. We want to keep the the two yes. different plants far away. And and that facility is not, that's closer to town. It's on Route 7. That's Correct, on route that's seven. on Route 7 down there by the Arapecan Creek. Gotcha. So we, we get it, we get all the sludge. What happens then? Then uh, the sewer plant will do their process of it, mm -hmm. uh, dewatering it. Mm -hmm. And then I believe that they have a company that comes in and uh, takes the solids. Um, Don Riggleman would be a great guy to talk they about They do. That. I learned about that last week again. Oh, that's right. They take the solids and they, they had, take them to a company that gives them to farms so they can land, apply, land apply it. Wow. So instead of it going, it used to go to landfill. Now it goes to farms and is used. Correct. Hmm. I don't know if I'd want food from that farm but i'm sure it's good and perfectly safe it's good <clears throat> enough for the cows yes so all of these pipes we've got all the pipes for distribution and then collection correct uh about how many folks does it take to maintain all of those pipes we have 22 people in the field wow that maintains the 125 miles of water mm -hmm. and 150 of sewer so there's 125 water and then a, another 150 miles of sewer pipes. Correct. It's almost hard to imagine that vol th that many pipes mm -hmm. underneath the city. But pretty much any, if you're walking down a sidewalk in Winchester, there's multiple pipes underneath you. Correct. There's utilities too under there utilities. too, right? And stormwater. Yeah. Yes. It's And in a city like, I mean, we're not a huge city. I mean, you think about a place like New York or another place where there's probably, you know, tons and tons of different conduit and pipes and water it's got to be a zoo how do you guys keep track of where all these pipes are and uh making sure nobody you know digs a little too deep in their backyard and you know hits a pipe 
Well, that's another thing that we do is when somebody goes to date, they call them misutility. So we have locate crews that go out, and when we get those tickets, we locate our utilities that are Mm city-owned. And last year we had 7,800 and change of tickets that we had to respond to to mark those utilities. Yeah. How often does somebody just accidentally crack one of our pipes? That happens probably once every couple months. Oh, Mm -hmm. really? That often? That's too many. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, really. Call Miss Utility. She's very nice. She'll take care of you. Yeah. Wow. I was going to ask about the water meter process, reading the water meters and how all that uh, works. Yeah. Well, that's the project really helped us a lot when, like I said, we had those 339 emergency calls mm-hmm. and all those frozen meters. Uh, last winter, we had a comparable two-week time frame. Mm-hmm. And this meter project, that went, we only had one frozen meter last winter. Oh, wow. Yes, mm-hmm. and we had comparable temperatures for the same amount of length of time. So it that project really helped tremendously. Now, refresh everybody's memory about what the meter project was. So the meter project was we went through, and all the small meters being one-inch and three-quarter-inch meters, we replaced them mm-hmm. and installed check valves to help secure mm-hmm. our water system to mm-hmm. help prevent cross-contamination. Got it. And everyone got that. And is that in my – so I moved – to Winchester after that mm-hmm. occurred. Where is that in my house? Is it right near the... Well, your, your water meter is out in the street, or, okay. or not in the street, but either at the sidewalk or right behind the sidewalk. Gotcha. Usually at the property line if there is no sidewalk there. But that's where your water meter is. And we replaced every single one of those settings in the meter. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't something inside my house. No. Got now, it. inside there was... Uh, expansion tanks that needed to be installed that's because once you close the system before that check valves installed Mm -hmm. when your water heater builds up pressure release it back into the system Mm -hmm. by putting the check valve into secure system now it has no place to go so the expansion tanks were installed to take some of that pressure that was built up and then as you use then the expansion tank releases back got it got it but we was also able to install the new meters, which really helps us because if you're a citizen and you got an issue with your water bill and you don't believe that the consumption was there or you don't know where this water is going, mm-hmm. we can pull information off that meter for 90 days and go back and tell you exactly where the consumption was, the times, within the hours. Oh, wow. That's wow. impressive. That is pretty impressive. So anything else we should know about our water? We get a lot of compliments on how good it tastes. <laughs> it is tasty water. Yep. It is pretty tasty water. And why is that? Because the people at the water plant do a great job. There you go. That's the right <laughs> answer. Well, Donnie, thanks for coming in and chatting with us about water, uh, how it gets from plant to person and then back to another plant. Uh, it's, there's a lot of stuff under your feet. If you want to know more, you know, Inside Academy is a great, great way to learn about that stuff. Amy, how do folks, I know we're in the midst of Inside Academy right now. Yep. But uh, how do, for folks for the next class, how do they find out about it? Yeah, we do it annually once a year. And it, you just go to our website, search for Insight, mm-hmm. and it'll bring it up. We have a schedule. We'll probably post, you know, it's October, November timeframe because mm-hmm. we usually start in January each year. Yeah. And for during Insight, they get a tour of... Both plants, both yeah. Both plants. Yeah, we'll talk to utilities. We'll go through everything that you ever wanted to know, and then we'll actually go into this, both plants. It's an eye-opening experience. Most of the time, they say, I'll never flush my toilets the same way ever again. Yeah. And, yeah, it's something you don't It is quite a sight get to, to see. see. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Donnie. Thanks for coming and joining us. Well, thank you. So there goes Donnie. Donnie's a 
so many of our employees have been with us a long time. That's which because is we're great. so awesome. We're a great place to work. Yes. We are a great place to work. And that utilities team, uh, man, they... They're special. They're, they are special. I never hear any problems. That's because Donnie and Perry and everybody involved in the supervision yeah. part of it is so amazing. And um, the one thing I'm, I'm always amazed at is that when they get those water main breaks mm-hmm. and it's in the middle of winter oh, and yeah. they have to go out at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. and um, just be called out of their bed yep. and they go and dig into the cold ground mm-hmm. and deal with cold water to fix that. Oh, yeah. And not a single one complains. That was, That would be my hell. Public so, service at its best. Yeah, that is actually another job I I would not mm-hmm. uh, want to do. But I'm very thankful that we, and we should also be very thankful that we have somebody that does it. Absolutely. And does it so well. Yep. So and that, one, one thing he didn't mention, though, he said that the um, our water system is the oldest in the U.S., or third oldest in the U.S., mm-hmm. but we are the oldest in Virginia. Yep. Of all the old Williamsburg and all those old towns we have around here. That's right. We were the innovators. Old, old wooden pipes. <laughs> I wonder, well, no, I'm not going to get into it. You're not going to get into it? <laughs> well, yeah, because wooden pipes, I mean, it just seems like it would get dirty or rotten or something. But Which is probably why they replaced it soon That's a good that. point. It's probably why we don't use water pipes right. anymore. <laughs> get splinters in your water. We learn a lot over the decades. Yes. All right. So uh, I hope everybody enjoyed that and learned a little something. Uh, next next uh, program, do we know what we're doing? We do not. Anybody have any suggestions? All right. Well, we'll have to come up some in the next two weeks. So <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the City Works portion of uh, the Rouse Review. Uh, I've been your city manager. I hope to continue to be your city manager. <laughs> and uh, here with Amy Simmons. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you around City Hall.